0: Welcome to It's Still Happening, the ancestral healing podcast for those of us who have noticed or are curious about the generational patterns we want to break so that we and our lineages can live a life of freedom, abundance, and belonging. I'm your host, Ash Johns. As a spiritualist, coach, and strategist, I recognize the power and freedom in calling in higher ancestors for healing. We all have generational superpowers within us. It's my hope that you connect with yours, experience the transformation that naturally follows as a result, and receive the support you most need and deserve to live your destiny and leave a greater legacy behind. Now, if you've been desiring forward movement and growth, both personally and culturally, and know that we can't exactly move forward without going back, you've definitely found yourself in the right podcast and in Divine Timing. Here's your invitation into the world of ancestral healing and honoring the lineages of the past for a much brighter future. Welcome and enjoy It's Still Happening. All right, here we go. Let's dive into today's episode, which is all about commitment and how that is a crucial like component, if you will. Like It's definitely something that we have to be aligned on and not that that alignment won't shift and waver a little bit or like you might have times like I think a lot of people associate commitment with always being on where I just think it's like I'm in it for the long run no matter what up down around the corner good bad and different is my expression or understanding um, aspirational practice of commitments and all things not just in like ancestral relationship and healing, but also in my business and my friendships and my relationship to people that I love and my relationship to myself, my body, my pleasure, my growth, all the things, right? Like, can I be committed to exploring all the different experiences of the journey towards the destination of my desires and the fulfillment of my purpose? And I think that ancestral healing is one of those things that contributes to your fulfilling your destiny and your purpose but it's also just a missing component to personal development um healing of these and transformation of these cultural systems that are oppressing us you me your babies and your mama too ultimately healing and and changing the human experience i guess that's the way that i want to say it so I know that you're called to Ancestral Healing because you're listening to this podcast and you've probably been practicing or exploring different things and so you've stumbled on to this episode and me and I just want to talk about what it requires to show up in the work even before you ever meet someone or work with someone privately, um, have a container held for you, uh, embark on anything in a more official way. You absolutely need to determine how committed you are in the work because your people are ready your ancestors are ready your ancestors are waiting and you are the one to get all like keanu reeves on you um who's been chosen who has it's been destined if you will to reconnect reclaim explore and do the healing in your life and in your family otherwise you wouldn't be here and i know that that sounds like a very manipulative or like well i've definitely been places that i probably wasn't supposed to be. But in the grand scheme of things, if you zoom out, I'm pretty sure you were still supposed to be there based on whatever you learned or what you gained from those experiences, right? And we'll have to keep experiencing things until we learn the lesson. So you're supposed to be here. You are the chosen one in the family. And i think i talk about that in some other earlier episodes that i can't name right now i'll have to figure them out but um everyone has a person that comes through every few generations are born every few generations who holds some type of special medicine that's been lost in the family or in the lineage for a while and you have little parts of it now we lose those little magical components throughout time and space in the lineages and in our lives because again history oppression having to survive and so some people can't fulfill their full essence and reason for being in the family their full gifts because they're spent so much time and energy being a human and so you being here being open being curious wanting to explore this means something like sometimes we gloss over that as a very factual real thing to take ownership and step into your authority and trust that you have the power you might not know everything you might not remember everything you might not know what to do in all these crazy situations that might come up Not to use like ableist language or harmful language around using the word crazy, but I'm saying unexpected, serious, destabilizing situations that can occur. So forgive me for that if that offends anyone. Um, But yeah, things can happen. But you're called to the work for a reason because you're going to either gain the skills to know how to deal with that. You're going to work with someone who knows how to deal with that, such as myself. And or your ancestors are going to teach you how to deal with that when you connect with the right ones who can support you in your life and in the lineage healing. Again, last episode, if you didn't listen, was on whole lineage healing, not just connecting with a certain ancestor in your line, your mother, your father, your grandmother, your great grandpeople, but all of the people you walk with who are having and who have had similar experiences that you're here to break the pattern, the curse, and the chain on. So Starting off with commitment is just realizing that your call, your interest, and in your role is unique. It is yours. There's no need to look for a stamp of approval or for someone to say that you're authorized to do this work. Working with your ancestors, reclaiming what's been lost, having a greater sense of belonging, like standing in your power and your truth is your birthright. and. You, being the person who's interested in doing this work at this time and space, is your authority. Like, that in itself, it's inherent that you were meant to do this in your life and in your family's um, family of origin because you're here doing it. Like, it's literally that simple. It sounds like a riddle, but it ain't. Um, Every family has one of us every few generations. And sometimes it's longer than that. Sometimes they're like, man, we haven't had a witch or a healer or a medicine woman who could be out And do the work. Like, yeah, you can go and they would, you know, make a little special tea or do something for you. It had different healing ways. But like, actually, the village healer or the family healer, you might have had a family actual physical doctor, you know, which is also important. You might have had a family attorney. You might have had a family like um, protector, where you like go over there and they get all the things you need, like a family warrior. But let's not forget the family scribe, the family records keeper, the family spiritual mystic. Like that is an actual role that is being reclaimed. So, before you can even commit to getting into this work, before you can even commit to exploring and going through the highs and the lows and like. All the things that are going to be remembered and explored, you've got to commit to the fact that you are this person. You are somebody to yourself, to your people, to your lineage, to your family, and also to the legacy that is to come in future generations, whether you choose to birth them or seed them or not. like Just by the legacy you live on this earth you are in your authority and called to do that. So this is where you can imagine I start to connect the dots between whole lineage healing, ancestral healing, generational healing, and finally being able to step into your power and fulfill your unique purpose inside of your family and in the world. Because what happens is we come into this world with our soul right having a reason to be on earth and it mirrors and partners into a family in which your soul is going to also help the lineage or you come back into a family that you've been in before so these two things are working together your soul's reason for being here and then your ancestral agreements and if you do not trust and believe in your authority of why your existence in your family and in the world is it's really hard to commit all the things that's going to happen along the way in the past few years the discussion around ancestral healing has blown up in a sense this makes my spiritualist and healer heart so very happy because i know that when more people are open to connecting with their ancestors to heal the wounds we're carrying the more capacity we have to be the change in the world hey y'all i'm ash johns and my experience has shown me that connecting with our well and elevated ancestors can break generational curses and open our ability to accept support and resourcing in our current life. And who doesn't need more support and more resource? I've worked with several individuals one-on-one in this way and realized that if I made space for a greater mass of energy, we could make bigger ways for more people to create a ripple effect of healing. That's what the month-to-month membership of Healing is Happening is all about. Twice a month, individuals just like you, looking to make a deeper connection with past relatives, develop relationships with their ancestors, and move forward without the baggage that's been weighing them down, meet in a private community for facilitation, guidance, and support in their journeys. If you've been looking for a safe space for culturally sensitive topics that always arise when we're doing our healing, if you've had the desire to heal your whole lineage rather than a single soul at a time, If you've been aching for a trusted guide who not only walks with integrity but lives the work themselves, here I am and you're not alone in this. You have your ancestor's support and you definitely have my encouragement. Healing is happening and we'd love for you to experience it in the now and in your life. To join the Healing is Happening membership community, visit healingishappeningforme.com. I can't wait to see you inside. So those of us who hold this position, Of curiosity ancestral reclamation um revisiting old ways and old traditions and giving ourselves the permission to live in ways that's different than this modern society and also to take what's old and transmute it into something new in the world that hasn't been seen before or experienced in a long time like regardless the circumstances of who you are and where you come from you know that you're this person in your family because you're the one who was always asking questions always challenging authority, always seeing things differently. Like we've seen ourselves maybe or label ourselves as the black sheep in the family, the one who just marched the beat of their own drum, the super sensitive one, just the one that stood out in a different way. And because of our experiences, we have seen being different within our families as a curse or like a burden or like a feeling of being alone and not fully loved but all along you're different because you're a leader even within your family even as a child even as a teenager even as an adult or whatever age you are you carry something or a call almost a conviction um, an agreement if you will to do this work within your family and you're just basically remembering cultivating the trust and the confidence and the skills to do the work and to stand in it. Whether your family members, your community, and those around you are ready for it or not, you get to be that beam of person that says, I do this, I understand it, I'm con- continually exploring it, and I'm gonna embody it to the best of my ability. That way, those who come after me, again, whether I birth them, seed them, or I'm just an educator, not just, but like a person who, Um, nurtures other beings and that's part of my legacy it's setting up the next generations to be even better right or even freer or even more abundant or even more connected or all of those things and so much more so again if you've been the person who's a little bit different in your family i want to challenge you to commit to accepting that to say i've always been more spiritual or more sensitive or more caring or more daring or more adventurous or the one who won't settle for the shit or the person who's like, this is the situation we've been in and it doesn't need to be this way. The buck stops here. But the buck can only stop here if one, you commit to your role, two, you do the education, three, you commit to the process of all the processes, your personal development and also ancestral healing, and that you're committed to the journey of all of that, all of it, right? I share this to say, you can commit, you can do this, you have the authority to open this door and I want you to trust it. I want you to trust it. Other ways that commitment shows up as it relates to ancestral healing is the commitment to actually make time for this in your life. But before I talk about that, I wanna say so many of my clients suffer from the same issue. It's this inability to see things all the way through, right, they'll start something, they'll stop something. They have self-doubt they have this calling and and desire to be free to own their time their energy their space their expression their bodies right how they make money for a living like the relation all the things they want to be free Um, they want to have options of how they want to live their life they want to have an exit strategy before ever walking out of the door of like the life that they don't want they want to make sure that they're set up and safe because we're having a problem with commitment we're having a problem with no matter what i'm going to see this through no matter what ups downs and around the corners like struggle or like abundance and ease i'm going to be in this and so as a result they will abandon the personal development the ancestral healing before it's even ever like taking root or like meeting them in this physical realm because we're doing the work spiritually so this like issue with commitment all of that and all the examples I gave you and there's so many more those are all ancestral and generational patterns they're also what someone would say is a generational or ancestral curse the reason why and I'll do a whole episode on this that you know some people are like well that's just a behavioral pattern like you can just learn different That's us learn behavior from your family that's not a curse and I'm like well If someone keeps teaching you and you've witnessed someone doing something and it creates the same energy in your life and fear, which is an energy, and then it creates more and calls in more situations that cause additional stuck fragmentation, fear, like feeling little, scarcity, all those things, that is a curse. That is a curse. Like a curse is anything that is controlling your free will and creating situations in your life that you do not want and you can't seem to figure out how to break it. So I don't care if you're looking at this from the context of this is just behavior change stuff or you're like, no, I believe people can curse you. The answer is it's both, right? People will do something from learned behavior and the result therein creates an energy and a belief system around you that then rules your life. That is a curse. That's spell work. That's mysticism. That's spirituality. That's witchery. That's craft. Like, you know? And so um, this is the reason why I don't drop that and say, you know, oh, it's all just psychology. You can learn. Because I know a lot of people who are doing behavior change work with psychologists and the energy isn't shifting. They're thinking differently, but they're still afraid of the same stuff. It's a bigger situation, and no one's touching the spirit. So I believe that it's mind, body, spirit. Your behaviors, your physical actions need to change. right? Your thought patterns need to change, your psyche, your psychology. But your spirit and your energy needs to change, and the spirits and energies around you. Otherwise, we find ourselves stuck and ping-ponging between forcing the commitment, right? trying to force ourselves to move into new territory, new ways of being, new situations, But we're also still feeling boxed in. We're running from something to be free, but we're still kind of stuck. Like an example of this is someone doing all the things to make money. They start making money, but they're still afraid of losing money. They're still in scarcity and lack and survival mode, even though they just made $20,000 in one week or in one day. And I know this. I know this for myself because every time I expand and like make more money, I'm like, oh shit, that was great. And then I'm like, what, what, what if that ends one day? like hmm, I just made a bunch of money and I'm gonna invest it back out. like what's going on? which I'm gonna talk all about money and like ancestral healing stuff with money and business. Don't y'all worry, there's gonna be a whole season dedicated to that. but season two, I just need to just get it more succinct and like laid out for all of y'all new folks to my my work and just finding me. We can always refer to season two of like this is what Ash feels and what she thinks and what she does and what she's witnessed. And in the future, I'll update this. But for right now, let's just focus on where we're at. And part of me is talking to myself and the spirits working with me on this because we want to talk about so much. And I'm like, oh my God, y'all. We will be talking, every episode would be three hours and I would lose my place and come back to it if I allowed us to just run amok, okay? So the middle ground we need and that we desire in order to start facilitating this energy of commitment in our lives and also in the ancestral lineages is trust, is trust. You have to trust that you are called to do this work in your family. You have to trust that healing is going to happen in the lineage. You have to trust that if you show up in it and you make space for doing this work, that eventually the work will be seen in the physical realm as we do it in the spiritual realm. If you don't trust, there's like, no point of even embarking in this because your brain is going to take over and it's going to keep reverting back to all of the programming that tells you that you have to change your mind and your thoughts in order to see any change in the world. But there is a truth around spirit having an effect on the physicality of this world. There just is. And if you don't trust that, then I don't even know. I don't even know. You can trust it a little bit, And you'll start to see things and as you see things you'll trust it more but it's really helpful if you would just release and just be like this is clearly a thing like it's clearly a thing otherwise why would I be called to it why I feel the energy of spirit I know the role that spirit plays in my life so let me just see let me just believe this is Bible (laughs) to use that phrase is really funny Mother Iyanla, Iyanla Von Zant, has a quote, which I'm going to butcher it completely. But I think she said something like, trust is a way of being. Trust is a way of being. You just know that it is true, period, until you see something different or you're shown something different. It just is. And I refer that to a lot of people because we've been programmed to think that trust is show me the facts and make it tangible and then I will trust it. Like we are giving more trust and seeing something to believe it instead of just believing it And then you will see it and that's um i remember a lakota i always quote him i can't remember his whole name but we were sitting in ceremony in indonesia and there was a lakota tribe chief there who said man's greatest journey and i think i've said this on other episodes man's greatest journey man woman human um is to move from seeing to believe back to believing to see So when you are looking for the facts and the figures to prove what we want to believe or trust, we are basically asking for proving energy to meet us. Prove it to me and then I will stop waiting. Where trust immediately allows commitment. I trust you, we're going to see what happens with that trust. Um, So I'm just going to invite you into a relationship of trust and committing to an ancestral healing process. And journey whatever way you start the work whether it's working directly with the spirits as i do whether it's exploring ancestral ways of being ancestral magic ancestral dance ancestral uh genealogy and family trees and archives and travels i don't care where you start but i just want you to trust your whole journey trust yourself and be committed to it like to me ancestral healing is lifelong work and everyone who has a genealogist and archivist in their family or someone who likes to keep all of the family, you know, history and like details and books and pictures and albums and all the junk, obituaries and all of that. I say junk just not to be disrespectful, but you know, like they commit their whole lives to it. They go to the library, they have like a whole thing. They normally have a day job, but they do this on the side. Some of them love it so much that they leave their day job and they do it for a living. But this is literally part of your life. So again, can you commit to your role of doing this work in whatever way at this time? We haven't had a lot of family members that's had the privilege of doing that for some of us, right? To just commit to the journey of doing this work and holding the space in your family. We all know what it feels like to prove, and we also all know the frustration we have when we are waiting to experience something that we can trust um and we will wait and wait and wait until the last minute humans i don't again i'm sure that i'll have a person a psychologist and a scientist on this podcast at some point in time to add some of that type of wisdom to back what i am saying and what i know but this like proving and waiting energy is like the antithesis of trust and commitment <laughs> and so the what i'm talking about here you can imagine what happens when you actually start doing the healing in the lineage with your ancestors because A lot of women are saying they can't trust men. A lot of men are like, I can't trust women. That's one of the reasons why we have commitment issues. All the different stuff, things and stuff that's happened against the two genders or even just with other humans, because this isn't about heteronormative behaviors. This is truly about humans that creates fragmentation amongst us in our relationships and in our family. So if you're waiting for someone to prove to you that ancestral healing is true, first off you'll be waiting forever because I'm not going to prove it I'm just going to share with you what I know and if you're interested to explore you will show up in one of my containers or one of my spaces or keep listening to the podcast like I'm happy to share I'm not into the energy of proving to you like if someone wanted to debate me down I would just be like I'm going to just bring the ancestors in here and you can feel this for yourself and you can tell me if you if you feel called or not like I can keep working with my own people and the people who do know this is a yes um But yeah anyway i'm getting off on a tangent but the whole point is that proving energy will continue to create space and gap between commitment and community trust and safety right if you are constantly waiting and the waiting shows up when you're actually in ceremony and you're doing the work like you're in the container you've crossed into the ancestral realm you're calling the ancestors towards you you're getting into the nitty-gritty i notice that people are in waiting energy because they want their like eyebrows to be blown off they're like waiting for their ancestors to come down like Angels and descend upon them and like put a crown of like jewels on their head and it's supposed to be this like Whoa, I come off of the mountaintop and my hair is gray because the ancestors have touched me, you know, like they're looking for these like almost cinematic Experiences and sometimes the ancestors just come and sit with you and they're like and that's your blessing to realize that we are around you at all times and it's so it's it's not so climactic or has all this drama. It's just the sense of belonging and safety and love that's unrelenting and just unmatched to anything else you've ever experienced. And so I bring that up to say like, and I think I have a video I'll have to share with y'all some, some way, shape, or form, or maybe I'll repurpose it into an episode, is like being able to release your expectations of what you think this is going to be while still holding the intention of the healing to happen in the lineage and to positively affect and show up in your real physical life is all you need. Like that's all you need is like i'm not going to hold a hard expectation of what's going to happen i trust that i'm supposed to be here and do this work i'm going to allow and just be open to what's happening and my intention here is for deep healing to happen in the family, for me to reclaim the blessings, whatever there might be, and for me to embody that power in the world, whatever it might be. It might be your feminine power. It might be your empowerment of trusting yourself, of doing your own thing, of being an artist, of being like an abundant person, of holding your boundaries. Like there's so many aspects of life and living that can be healed and transformed when you do it in the lineage and then embody it in your life that future seasons and episodes will be devoted to it but until you commit and you trust yourself to doing this work get out of proving and just allow right um you kind of you're kind of just waiting and waiting and waiting and still waiting both spiritually and in your real life so that's the reason why i don't actually sell ancestral healing the more that i do is just talk about it and share what I know, what I witness and why I'm excited about it and how much more free I become while doing it, that lights me up. And then people are like, oh, you said something that one time that it finally landed or I heard something that you said or someone forwarded something of yours and I'm curious. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like sometimes I'm like, I just want to live it and write books about this and whoever finds it, then it's for them, Um, which is honestly where I'm moving towards. Heads up. I don't push. What you're gonna gain by doing this work because I have no idea like I know the things that always happen People get a greater sense of belonging. They learn how to trust themselves They move into a space of power They get to claim the abundance and the blessings and the songs and the dance that's been lost over time They go after their dreams. They feel more stable in their body. They gain greater skills to hold difference right to be their unique self and also be difference like those are things that i see all the time but as far as the tangible things because you got these soft skills or grew in an emotional way or a spiritually empowered way i was able to start a business and make five thousand dollars a day like sometimes that's happened for people sometimes people made more of that some people made less like some people were like oh i trust myself to be a mom and now i became a mom but whatever result you want in your life only happens because we've gone in and done the deeper work with the ancestors right you can go and do the tangible steps in your own life but not bringing your ancestors along and having them clean up some stuff and having y'all repair what's going on in your lineage and your family that contributes to the greater collective thing it just continues to feel like only half the work in my opinion which is why the world isn't changing as fast as we want it to be So as you might've noticed, I'm really, I'm a great storyteller. I'm an incredible teacher. I just teach based off of what I experience and what I know. I'm not so like formulaic with the way that I teach, but that's the way that I share this message of ancestral healing, generational healing, and breaking patterns, um, limiting patterns that have been passed on from people to people throughout the course of time and space. There's no need for me to prove what. You will experience when you commit and you show up in the work. You're really going to have your own adventure. More times than not, whether I'm working one on one with people or even in a group container, I am wowed at what they experience and the stories that the ancestors tell them because there's always a space to share if you want to be witness and what's going on, especially if you want to translate that into actual, tangible actions in your own life so you can again embody the blessing and the freedoms but I don't do that. I just like experience, allow you to commit, allow you to show up, experience your own adventure. And I guide in the work, but your commitment can't be outsourced, right? Like you can start and stop all you want. That's part of the up, down in, and around of like the whole process. But um, I can't hold that commitment for you. No one can, you have gotta decide that I'm down for this. If you've been curious about ancestral healing I want to ask you a few questions to help you start to cultivate how committed you are and how ready you are to do the work right because i know um, doing it is incredible i'm going to forever live this i'm going to ever talk about it i'm going to ever continue exploring it um and we'll continue crossing paths with people who are interested in this willing and able committed at their own space of doing ancestral remembering and reclamation work but here are the four questions that you can be exploring to say am i really ready Like, how ready am I? Can I trust myself to do this? Am I gonna trust my ancestors when I connect to the ones that I need to, to do this work? Um, So get your pen and paper handy. I do like to give some homework every now and again on these episodes, but here you go. One, what is your relationship to commitment? That in itself should send you on a good little journal entry. I'll give you some more. But first, what's your relationship to commitment? What's family patterns around dedication, devotion, obligation, responsibility, right? What are the family patterns? What have you been taught or shown, um, witness, notice about your family and commitment, dedication, devotion, obligation? What beliefs has the world conditioned you to hold around these? A lot of us are holding the beliefs that the world says you gotta push through no matter what, right? Where at the beginning of this episode, I talked about defining your own relationship to commitment. I'm, For example, I'm very committed to my business now, before I wasn't, but definitely now. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that every single day I'm like doing eight hour days, like, argh, like pushing and muscling, muscling through. I just know that this is my life's calling, as the body of work that is living and breathing. There's days that I am up at midnight doing things because spirit's speaking to me. There's days where I'm ready to start work right at 5.30 in the morning, even though I normally do a couple hours of just ash and spirit time. And there's times where I'm like, I worked four hours and that's enough. Like there's other times where I'm like, oh man, I could do two work days in one day. Like there's all these different expressions of it, but no matter what, I'm going to keep doing the work, right? There's days to rest. There's times to integrate. There's times to engage. So yes what beliefs has the world conditioned you to hold around the idea of commitment and dedication and devotion and obligation and responsibility and then i want you to take a moment to decide what you want your relationship to commitment to be especially within the context of ancestral healing and the journey of kindling a conscious and very real relationship with your dead ancestors again to restore and leave a greater legacy right? What do you want it to be? And you can also look at your relationship to commitment, even in your own life. How committed are you to different things? What is your personal lived relationship with commitment? Yeah. I often describe ancestral healing in this whole lineage way to be like, moments where you're like is it the chicken or the egg like which comes first do i need to do my work and then i get to work with the ancestors and deal with their stuff or do i go to the ancestors and then embody it and i say it's always both (laughs) and you're kind of like balancing the scale of which one, you know, kind of moving back and forth between the two. What's my relationship to commitment in itself and how does it show up in my life? And then now let me look at it in my family's perspective. And now when did I learn that from my family? And then, oh wait, I guess ancestors and the group of people that I belong to my race, we've done it this way. And then, oh, so you're kind of like, constantly balancing between the two and that it's almost like a drilling experience the more that you move between the two you get deeper and deeper and deeper and you take that to the ancestors and you get deeper and deeper deeper till you hit the core thing and that needs to be healed around it and we'll talk all about like energies masculine and feminine energies and like neutral energies or what we would call non-binary energies and all of that good stuff too So to me ancestral healing will always require you to step up always 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 there's going to be things that we notice about ourselves our family society that we're like shit. i gotta overcome that i gotta transcend that it's going to require me to do this this and that and let go of this this and the third but we also will find that there's a core wound in the lineage that the ancestors need to do the work on and they do that with you so both and always now when you join Healing is Happening, you are committing to yourself, you're committing to your lineage, and you're committing to the healing you want to happen and body in your life, which affects your living family members and obviously also affects the collective at large. Our inability to commit is definitely an ancestral wound playing out in our own lives. And when it plays out in our own lives, especially as spiritual people out there who be flaky as fuck, <laughs> calling us in here, because I know my times, I have been a floaty like, Um, a mutable sign like I'd be like listen that was a yes an hour ago it's a hell no now (laughs) so we can talk about that but our inability to commit is definitely an ancestral wound playing out and that's uh that's a ancestral feminine wound sometimes that's an ancestral masculine wound sometimes and sometimes it's just your own stuff so It's a lot to unpack. It gets really beautiful and crystal clear. And it is a case-by-case and moment-by-moment. There's so much nuance in it. But when we create a space, a container, such as Healing is Happening, To hold all of the nuance and all of the spirit and all of the stories and all of your desires, it's easier to unpack and kind of navigate into what is true. Have your people clean up what needs to be cleaned up. Have you reclaim what needs to be reclaimed and then coach you into embodying being that change in this world. So if you hadn't connected the dots, it's both ancestral and it's personal. And the more that you live it personally without doing the healing, the further you, the the further you push that wound into the grounds or the soil of the lineage and keeps it more, more fixated and rooted in the family, the more that you continue living the wound in your own personal life, the bigger that energy becomes a curse over the family line, which again is why it's forwards and backwards, forwards and backwards. If I'm starting to loosen it up in my own life, I got to get down to the root. If we get to the root, I got to embody the change in my own life. Both ways, chicken and the egg alright y'all if you're interested in healing is happening you'll hear all about it you can definitely come on in there are two tiers for you to join there is a tier where it's all about live group facilitation where we come together me and you and a few others too and we do the work with your folks you're in community you are guided you've got worksheets i check in i can see all the things that you're doing i can see the progress you're making with your folks lineage by lineage over time it's incredible and then we also have where you get nice little content library downloads every single month where you can listen and do the exercises on your own at your own pace so check out healing is happening i'd love to have you join the community on either one of the tiers if you're ready to do the work all right y'all that's it for now i'm looking forward to so much more honoring you your people and the lands in which you are working living and thriving on i'm sending you lots of love thanks for being here Thank you for taking the time to listen to another episode of Healing is Happening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to rate, review, share with someone you love, and most definitely subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Speaking of, I love connecting with others during their remembering, healing, and transformational journey. So feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Inspires. Or if you'd like to connect on a deeper community level, check out my website and services at ashleyjohns.com. All the links to do so are in the show notes. Now I can't wait to hear about what's going down with your lineages, both of the past and present for your freedom and abundance. So don't be a stranger until next time, my friends, fans, family, and foes. I hope you continue walking your unique path of freedom with courage and compassion. May you and your people be well on the lands in which you get to work, live, and thrive on. And remember, healing is happening.